So uh, let's actually talk about the uh, the trip. Yeah, yeah. So we left off. Now was this? Were we in Ohio or was yes? This... Okay. We were right after Cleveland, right? Yep, yep. So I'll do a quick recap. And actually, uh, I checked out the podcast since we uh, what we did last time, and I wanted to quickly inject. I left a quick part out. The inspiration for this trip, like I said, as before, was like Gojira. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I was in my senior year in high school and I was in English class. The and first time? Or the first time or the second? Yeah, for the first time. Yeah. Like, to like the initial spark of I want to skate across America. And it, I was sitting in English class and every, uh, the teachers handing out these things for like, all right, here's, uh, you can sign up for different colleges and stuff like that. And everybody's, filling out these pieces of paper and I'm looking around and I'm like, I don't want to go to college. Yeah. Like I, I, I want to skate across America, you know, like fuck it. Like hell, like I'm, I'm just going to skate. And like, then I was just like, all right, I'll try to do it for with some purpose. And I'd try to raise awareness about like all the garbage in the oceans. And now this trip in 2015, I was spreading the same message but also trying to tell people about solutions that we can do to help save the planet. Little, right. little things. I think people like, I, f- I feel like people can get on board with a lot of causes, but they don't know what to do about them. Yeah. Yep. So rather than me being all doom and gloom, everybody's got something negative to say about something. Yeah. That's not doing anything. That's just another person talking. So gotta be able to throw some solutions that people can actually get on board with and start to research themselves. And the ones I was talking about were these mushrooms that eat plastic and also just little things that we can do, like turning off the light when you're not in the room, not littering, um, just trying to be conservative pretty much like with everything that we can. And in a sense where just because, just because we can doesn't mean we shouldn't. And right. So that's that's kind of where I was going. So quick recap: we left Cleveland. I let went down the road after staying at my aunt's multi-million-dollar aunt uh, mansion. Got interviewed by uh, Fox News in front of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Went down the road, stayed in a trailer that was pretty uh, rancid. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you had, uh, you had your bike lock thing. Yep. Like, and you were, like, ready to go. Yeah. Yep. Went wasn't, down the road, went to a barbecue joint. I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, wasn't it, uh, like, the previous owner of the trailer park, like, yep. rel- was relinquished of his Yeah, they did. He, p- passed, he passed away, and there's this one crazy guy going around thinking that he owned the trailer park. Oh, and the family that I... T- <laughs> it sounds like Trailer Park Boys, dude. The, the family that I talked to, they were redneck as hell. They were all sitting out in front of a barbecue, and this one guy, like, his daughter was said something, I forget what she said, and the dad is just joking around, and he looks at her, like, with a stink eye, jokingly, and, like, gets the chainsaw and puts it behind her head. <laughs> it, it, it was just kind of funny. He's just like, I swear to God. It was funny. And they, he let me into the trailer. He was the guy that <laughs> let me into the trailer. So she was probably like, "Go, go, Pacers. We're a Cleveland Cavaliers family." Bobby Jean. <laughs> Wait, did he rev it up or just put it up to it? He just put it up oh, behind okay. the behind. behind it's not that bad, then. Yeah. <laughs> but just like acting like he was about to. It was funny. 
And I went to, uh, down the road a little bit more, got to eat at this barbecue joint for free. The owner mm-hmm. gave me the Jamie's number, met up with Jamie in Sandusky later that yep. night. Okay. She read my uh, horoscope and let me stay at her house. Ate uh, apple and that and blueberries, and um, the core was rotten. Yep, okay. And I was doing fine the whole day. Went to a diner, kept on skating. Somebody handed me 20 bucks uh, out of their window. Didn't even say anything. I kept on going. I'm going through, like, farmland now. And uh, there's this homeless guy in the middle of nowhere just on this corner. And he had a sign, like, I'm hungry. And um, I had two really big chocolate chip cookies, like, really thick ones that homemade already wrapped and i was like hey man do you want a cookie and he's like looking at me like ah, fuck no and so i just like oh all right so i sat douche. off on the side on this porch that was like an abandoned store or something like that and uh i ate i ate the cookie myself and the guy just stood there with a sign he looked like a vietnam veteran or something kept on going down the road eating peanut butter and coconut oil eventually get to attica and i start having uh diarrhea and I shit out all the blueberries, and I'm, I, I remember, oh crap, that apple. So, and then I start throwing up that night, and I'm running back and forth between the uh, gas station. Um, I c- asked around there where I could camp, and I went to the police station. They said I could camp out at these fairgrounds, and right where I camped out at was a railroad crossing. So every time a train was going by, the gates yeah. were going down, ding, 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 ding. And so I didn't sleep well that night. Went to a diner the next day. They let me eat there for free. And uh, I went down the road and I made it to 8,888 County Route. 8,888 miles? No, no. uh, It was this. The the address was uh, the only reason why I remember because it's 888. Or. was yeah uh 162 and i was following that road and uh i just passed out on this person's front lawn after i asked him if i could uh camp out there or not camp out take a nap there i slept for like three hours i wake up and there's this giant rain cloud coming and i uh so they let me into their house they gave me some cherry pie and gave me 20 bucks and then couple hours go by and i check the radar and it the uh, rain had passed so i started walking through the rain and then eventually it cleared up and i start skating and i get through uh this town tiffin and this lady uh comes up pulls up in front of me and then is taking pictures of me as i'm skating up and then waves me down and she interviews me she was part of this like newspaper there so that was cool. I didn't even like <clears throat> tell them that I was coming through there. They just saw me. Hmm. I I made it to Finley, and I uh, I was like, oh, I got this twenty bucks that that guy gave me. You know what? I'm gonna go to a Red Lobster and uh, I'm gonna eat a lobster. Like I haven't had any meat for a while. You know, I'll, I'll get a lobster. I'll meet the chef who I'll pick it out and meet the chef who kills it. Still go by my code of or my diet code, I guess whatever. I did that, and um, I uh, put my backpack across the booth from me, and um, I order everything, 
and the waitress comes up to me afterwards and goes, oh, and just to let you know, your whole meal's been taken care of. And I was just like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> I I didn't go into here and tell anybody, like, hey, I'm skating across America or whatever. Somebody just saw me and was like, oh, I'll pay for that guy's meal. So that was cool. That was like a $40 meal right then and there that I didn't have to pay for. Huh. And um, then I got dessert and a couple more beers after that. And it started raining more. And I was there for a couple hours. I got there probably like 7, 7.30 or so and chilled out there. It's getting 9 o'clock at night. And I was uh, asked the manager if there's places to camp around there. She draws me a little map. And I see that it's raining out. And I'm like, fuck, damn it. This is going to suck setting up in the rain. And as I'm leaving, one of the hostess girls, um, she, when I first came in there, she actually thought I was a repairman because I had the backpack on and everything. She thought I was a maintenance guy or something. And she's like, oh, so what are you doing? And I was just like, oh, well, I'm about to go set up a tent. And she was like, wait, what? And then told her the whole story of what I'm doing. And she's like, no, you're not staying out in this rain. You're going to stay at my boyfriend's house in mine. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she drives me to where her boyfriend is working. Uh, she was just getting out. And um, her boyfriend's like the manager of Chipotle. And he was kind of like hesitant about having me stay there. He was like, and then once he saw my bag and the water pack and everything, he's like, I saw, I, I realized you're legit with that water pack and all the stuff you, ate. I kind of checked out your bag, didn't look inside it, but all the stuff you got, like. You did an ocular pad down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I ended up passing out there. That was pretty cool. And, uh, woke up the next day and I only went about like 10, 15 miles this day because I was pretty tired. And also, like, going the day before, I didn't sleep that good because of pooping my brains out and shit. And then uh, then walking in the rain, that also took a lot out of me, too. And I also went about 50 miles that day, so yeah. a lot of it was walking in the rain. And uh, then I... Was that the... Sorry, was that the camera? Yeah, I think so. I don't think we're supposed to acknowledge it, but what the fuck? <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to acknowledge One it. <laughs> Does it say it's recording? It just started up again. It, said, it says it's at 20 seconds now. Oh, it probably just uh, cut off. Like, it does, um, it, record, it, like, stops every hour for some reason and then starts again. <laughs> like, it only records, like, hour-long snippets or something. All right. Just piece them together or whatever. Yeah, that's what you have to do. <laughs> Continue, sir. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I uh, start knocking on doors and uh, knocking this house. Nobody answers. I keep going and uh, go to the next house. There's a big old party going on. And... The guy is like a pastor, and his whole family's having uh, a good, a good sized party. And I ask him if I could camp out, and the guy's like, "Oh, you can camp out at my house right back there." And it was the house I just knocked at. So I go set up my tent, and um, he had horses and goats and stuff, and was chilling with them, like feeding them stuff. And he had like a trampoline that he dug 
that that was like level with the ground and he dug out underneath it so he could like just be running on the ground and then just run jump on the trampoline mm-hmm. it was really cool so i did a little video there catch everything up and uh he let me shower there fed me and everything and uh took off the next day oh it was raining that night pretty heavily too like uh i was it my tent had actually started to like leak at this point like not leak but it was almost like there's condensation on the inside yeah like you got enough rain on there where it started to sink through so yeah and so i was just kind of like fuck i might have to like get it the sorry is that what the cloud there is for yeah keep track of the yeah what happened and stuff gotcha and um i get to lima ohio and i don't know do you know evan chrisafoli yeah he was there, no and shit. he that's, just he, had his baby. That's fucking awesome. And his parents were there, and, like, literally just had his baby, like, two weeks before then. So, like, I was really lucky that he even let me stay there. And Yeah, we know how you love just taking babies. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta be two weeks old. If they're any older than that, Cass doesn't take them. Sometimes, sometimes that's why we call them two-week Cass. <laughs> Friggin that's cool though. So you, you hung out with Evan and stayed yeah, there and stuff. Yeah, he let me stay there for. Awesome. I I think I stayed there for like two or three days because it was raining so much, and it uh, his parents bought me like a new tarp and some tent stakes and stuff like that and some some supplies that I figured out that I needed. I've been into the trip for a couple weeks now and kind of figured out the ropes by now. And we went down this road, went into town, and went back to his house. And it started raining for, like, the next two days, heavily. And I went down that same road that we went into town to get back onto the the route that I was on, Route 81, and it was flooded so bad. Like, there was, um, before when we went down the road, so you're on this road, and it's about, like, six, seven feet down till you get to, like, the Mm cornfields. And this whole thing was the cornfields were flooded and the road was flooded over to the point where it was up to like my belly button almost like it was up what is your tech made out of again? uh carbon fiber okay, so, so I, it is probably, waterproof yeah but i was holding it over my head like in my backpack like vietnam style like putting everything over it's right or sideways and <laughs> freaking Tom Pins, I, man. there was a car <laughs> in the middle of it that was like halfway submerged and, uh, like, I didn't want to have to walk all the way around all this because there's flooding everywhere throughout this county. So I could see the other side is a little over 200 yards. I'd have to walk through all this water. I'm like, all right, I'll start, I'll start trenching it. And, uh, I'm taking off my clothes and these two old ladies come running down the road and they're like, you're not going to go through that, are you? And I was just like, oh, I'm skating across America, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to stand here and watch you and make sure you get across safe and everything. And I'm like, oh, okay, sounds good. Take off my shoes, and I just got my shorts on and put everything above my head. And um, I start wading through this water. And the thing was, what happened was, like, not too far away, a river had overflown. And there's, I get halfway through this, and there's a current to it. So I'm literally, like, I'm kind of like, bending my knees and I'm just trudging through it, making sure I got sure footing. And at one point I, uh, my foot, like I can't even tell where the center of the road is really, because it's kind of like <laughs> raised up and then you got the seven feet of 
till the crops or whatever. So I got two big pools of water and I'm walking on that like raised leveling or whatever. And at one point I accidentally step off the road and my foot sticks in the mud and I feel it like sinking in. I'm like, crap, 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 crap. And I'm like, I have all this weight. So I like yeah. recenter myself and Ooh. I start getting back towards the center of the road. And then I'm able to feel where the center of the line is just with my feet. It kind of has like a different texture. Yeah. It's so then also up a little bit farther, it seems yep. like, because no one ever drives on it. Yep. Yeah. 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 It just kind of everything bends down yeah. from there. Yeah, and I refigure myself. I get to the car that's in the middle, and I'm actually, like, pretty exhausted at this point because I'm holding all this weight, going through water that's going against me. Right. And I was debating, like, all right, I'll throw this backpack on the car, take a rest, and I'll keep on going. I was like, no, then I'd possibly fuck up, drop everything. So just keep going. I go the rest of the 100 yards, plop myself on the bank, and I'm just like, oh, my God. And I make a video. And, um, then right afterwards, like the house that was right there, there's these, uh, Christian people that they were taking a video of me going through it. They thought I, that was my car and I was going there to get my stuff, but I I was just going through. Should have said it was your car. (laughs) (laughs) They might've given you a car. Well, it was in the middle of the water, freaking like there was contact, um, like lens cases floating in, in the car. Like I could see and like, it was above the mirror there was water this is like some like uh end of the world shit yeah dude it literally (laughs) was that's what i felt like i was going through fuck off and then (laughs) first and foremost and uh these people's basement (laughs) they they they're flooding so they're trying to pump out their basement but they gave me a meal and they're trying to like tell me about Jesus and stuff like that and convert me to Christ and oh I think the reason why you're here today is because we were supposed to tell you about Jesus and stuff and, and <laughs> so I'm just kind of like that's such a going along oh with God. it like, been, like because well, they're giving me food and stuff yeah okay that's you gotta do that I guess I would have yeah. been like no <laughs> no what are you talking I don't about? know I maybe I'm just uh, I think if somebody's passionate about Passionate enough about something like that, and they want to like share that with you. It's kind of it's kind of nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a you, nice gesture. You gotta yeah. have the passion of the Christ, dude. Yeah. Well, especially did they make? Did they have you help out or anything like that? Like, it's, no, usually, not really. They were no. they they were kind of doing their own thing, but like at the same time, they're like, here, here's a sandwich and blah blah blah. Yeah. While we're doing this, like they're gotcha. very very nice. Yeah, they gotta be friendly because otherwise they won't go to heaven. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only motive. Otherwise, they'd be assholes. Yeah. <laughs> What if they're wrong? They don't want to burn in hell for literally ever. <laughs> but like, how how bad could it be though? You ever seen I mean, the Ricky? They, I hear that your asshole burns a lot and stuff like that. Like, you, there's a that's lot of fire. legitimately no different than life nowadays. That's true. With all the calios and, and the <laughs> flashlights and the sharpies. Actually, wicked, wicked quick break. Yeah, thirty, forty seconds. Remember how I, we got calios when Brian was here the other day, and I ordered the BBQC. You get calios ever? Probably not. I no. not in a long time, but I sometimes I do. I'm kind of a vegetarian, so gotcha. I get like the mac and cheese and stuff like that. Actually, I've been just getting plain. I pound just it, plain cheese, plain cheese, and yep. I pound it. Oh my god, yeah, it's, it's so such amazing. a deal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a um, pound of cheese, really <laughs> six, seven bucks. Um, yeah, the fucking. Uh... <laughs> And what you do is you take the you take the breading off and then you just harvest the cheese and then you got you got a pound of cheese. Yeah, <laughs> free you're all cheese. Set. 
But uh, remember when I got I got the barbecue chicken, but I wanted buffalo sauce in it. Mm-hmm. Well, what they did, they fucked me over. I got pissed. You know how Calios they come in like two, mm-hmm. right? So one of them, one of the halves was just barbecue. The other half was just buffalo. I wanted no. them to mix together. Well. Remember when I said I'm never getting Calios again? Well, I did get it again yesterday. They did it right this time, and it was the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> Barbecue Moral buffalo. Of the story. Barbecue buffalo mixed together. Uh, I could do that like with some of my veggie combos. And I did all the cheese and onions. Basically, you could get what I got. Just don't get chicken with it. Yeah. And really, it would probably be just as good because onions are great. Yeah. Peppers had, are great. I'd probably get like mac and cheese in there. Oh, yeah. For- so I had this, uh, I, I had, I tried that, uh, Dino's or whatever the other day. Yes. Yeah. And I got, the, about that. I got like the mac and cheese, bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. It was pretty fucking good. It's just that it's $14. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's got, it's literally just got mac and cheese and bacon and then those weird mac and cheese, like, uh, it's got like a crispy outside. Oh, like the baked mac and cheese. Yeah. Mac and cheese is great, man. Yeah, it is. Honestly, like, I could live every day off mac and cheese, grilled cheese sandwiches, pizza, and, like, every pasta, you know. A pound of cheese. Yeah. I just need carbs and cheese and some tomatoes. That's that's all. And that's all I want. That reminds me. I should probably eat. It's the only thing that, like, I'll eat pancakes and I'll be full of pancakes but I can still eat mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can still eat pizza. Dude, the, you I'm know still, what's... I'm full, but I'm not You can still full. get, yeah. I'm not, my it, craving isn't yeah. satisfied. I feel that. Well, well dude, fucking the fucking, the, Vel- the Velveeta, the Velveeta shells and cheese, dude, mm-hmm. you can't beat that. I love that it's good. so much. I like the ones from Big M. That the Big M brand, or like, the, no, you the, can buy it there. The Big M mac and cheese that they got, like, with their, like you know all the hot stuff that you got there you can get i get like chicken tenders and stuff yeah that, yeah that little booth there whatever yep they got their their mac and cheese is good really yeah it's really good <laughs> <laughs> i like that he like grins when he says that it's like yeah, yeah. i gotta i gotta eat because i totally derailed the story i apologize yeah. i had a slice of toast and a cup of coffee and then i had like half a thing of ramen and that's all I've had. So sometimes you gotta just mix in a cheese conversation once in a while. Cheese, dude. White people can li- literally talk about cheese nonstop. Yeah. Well, there's all different kinds of cheese. Well, the thing is, like, like white people, like up north, you got like the winter time. You got Wisconsin and stuff. Like, well, I mean, like Europe and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got like people that like for half the year they're in winter time, so they're gonna have to eat dairy and or meat and stuff like that to survive so that's why a lot of other people are around the world are lactose intolerant and that's why i don't really see it in other food cultures sometimes mm-hmm. yeah hey, so, you don't see a lot of cheese in like asian dishes yeah yeah which is which is a good thing because if you add cheese to an asian dish it's all of gross. a sudden it's disgusting yeah yep. if, like if you replace bread or if you play, replace rice with bread or rice with like like you can't you can't mess with certain things, man. Rice and cheese though is good. <laughs> drink, drink, drink it, drink it, drink it. <laughs> talks about talks about pouring beer on my bed and actually does it anyway. <laughs> Clean yeah, I got cheese. It. I got it right. Jokes about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm fucking done. 
<laughs> oh boy. Oh yeah. So okay, they, they continue. Ga- they I'm gave just gonna me, fucking kill myself. They gave me. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me a sandwich, and uh, I kept on going on my way. And I started. I'm going through like farm country, going through fields of corn and stuff like that. But they're all flooded, and sometimes the road is flooded. So I gotta. I gotta take off my shoes and waddle through it, but nothing like I waddled through before, like up to my waist. You are a good waddler. <laughs> That's for sure. And uh eventually that day I make it to uh Indiana. And when I pass the border of Indiana, I see this guy and uh on the side of the road and I ask him if I could uh or if he knows any place I can camp, and he let he lets me uh, stay at his house, and um, his roof had gotten torn off by a tornado, so like all the walls were like normal, except like the roof was like a new roof that is just attached to everything. Yeah. So I'm starting to realize like, oh, I'm starting to get into tornado country, mm-hmm. and like. I'm a, I'm around a bunch of flooding and stuff like that, and it starts raining and it doesn't stop for the next two days. So, and this is another one of those houses where I tied the padlock around my wrist because this guy was pretty redneck and he he let me stay at his house though it was really awesome. But the thing was like he would uh, he drove me into town one day because I needed to get some stuff and he cracked about. Five or six beers. Like on the drive-in? On the drive-in and back. He finished a 12-pack on the drive and, like, had, like, that like that was this guy's life source. Well, he has to deal with tornadoes all the time, so. And he was, like, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was just ridiculous. Like, so, like, that was honestly the first time I've ever been in the car with, like, a drunk driver. Like, an actual drunk <laughs> driver. Yeah. Or he just has a tolerance. Yeah. <laughs> and he's fine. Well, that's if, how he maintains. Yeah, that's fucked, man. That shit's scary, though. It it was very weird, but the the worst part was he uh, had a bunch of cats, like, living under the house and in the barn. <laughs> and Wait, were they his cats or, like, strays and stuff? <laughs> they were his strays, and, <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, I only keep them there to keep the mice away. They That's the only thing I give them is mice, like... Which is like, so I'm like, whoa, so these things are like starving. And he says he kicks them and stuff like that. And a couple of them are like hobbling like one of their legs up like they've been hurt and stuff like that. There's a bunch of kittens. I love cats. And whenever I go out yeah. and pet one, like they all run away from me and hissing at me. So I'm like, oh, damn. I go and when this guy was at work, I went through his uh, cupboards. He said I could have whatever I wanted in, from his food. And I, I took touch a, the PBR though. I took a few, <laughs> I took a few cans of tuna and I gave it out to him and stuff like that. And I, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't call like animal protection or anything like that, which I kind of should have. But like, I don't know. It was I, because the dude hooked me up, like went out and bought me a bunch of protein bars and stuff like that, and let me stay at his house and stuff like that. Fed me and so, but it was uh, I. I, I couldn't stay there anymore once I found out that he, like, was kicking cats and stuff like that, even though it was raining. So I stayed there for two nights and uh, left the next day at, like, six in the morning, walking down in the rain in a poncho. And 
bunch of Amish houses all around me, like no power lines connected to them and stuff like that, and a bunch of Amish people looking at me weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I eventually get to um, this town called Portland and stay at um, uh, Burger King, charge my phone, and check out the Wi-Fi and stuff. And this is when I found out that that one kid did that shooting in that church, that that one black church. Oh, in Tennessee? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's when I found out that that happened, and I'm just sitting in Burger King, and it's just literally on loop over and over and over again. And it was just kind of like getting old. I was just like, yo, I got to get out of here. I'm sick of hearing this over and over again. And I keep going down the road, and it eventually clears up um, after I chill out at this uh, gas station. This guy gives me, I'm right about like here right now. All right. And uh, this guy gives me a coat, um, like a Gore-Tex army coat that has like, a shit ton of pockets it's waterproof it's it's a really awesome army coat and so i start wearing that and i keep going down the road and there's this uh this road is has a bunch of construction on it and i go up to one of the people that's like has their trucks parked right uh, like at the construction area and i'm like hey is there like a detour around this or whatever and he's like oh i'm going around I'll, I'll give you a ride and i was just like huh all right, sure. This will be kind of like my first ride of the trip, I guess, whatever. Yeah. And I'm just going around this detour. Freaking the dude ends up getting lost and <laughs> freaking drops me off at this place near Gas City. And um, do you guys know that guy, James Dean, the old actor? Yeah. yeah. Uh, James Dean? Yeah. Yeah, that's... we used to have a giant cardboard cutout. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he, he was buried, he was buried there. So I got to see his grave and I, uh, got back on track and then I kept on going back down the road and I made it to Alexandria and there's this, uh, guy, he's loading up his lawnmower on the back of his truck and I ask him, like, excuse me, sir, you know any place where, uh, I could camp for the night? I'm skating across America and blah, blah, blah. He's like... No, no, no way. And he goes into his truck and he pulls out a camera and he just, he's just like, what are you doing? And he just starts filming me and I go through my whole spiel again. And, um, then he makes a video of it afterwards. He's just like, oh, this guy's awesome. I let him stay at my brother's house or at my parents' old house that his brother owned. I thought he was going to go into his truck and pull a bunch of other people out that were skating across. The <laughs> and, uh, no way, no like, way. He's just like, I got a whole bunch of He's like, wait, 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 wait. Goes in and grabs like a pad of paper and he's like, finally, it checks it off. And it's like, it's just this whole thing. of It's like a whole bucket, bucket list. list. <laughs> and it's like met somebody that's skateboarding across America. And then he's just like, yeah. and then he goes up into heaven. <laughs> finally, he's like a genie. And now he's finally able to Turns go. Robin Williams. <laughs> Freaking, um, so he drives me to his old parents' house and they let me, uh, sleep in the garage. So they open up the garage doors and, um, they had a shit ton of, like, weapons in there. They had, like, a 50 cal. They had, like, a fucking, like, a fucking RPG. <laughs> There's a bunch of, we- I'm not good with names of guns, but they look like AK 47s. They look like, 
AR-15s, like all, all those guns with the clips in them and stuff like that. It was just a bunch of different ones and just stuff like that. Rifles. There was like this like old fashioned like cowboy whip on there. There's a bunch of katanas on the wall. There's like nunchucks and stuff. So, um, they let me stay there and like I was making videos of me playing with the weapons and stuff like that. The melee weapons, not the guns or anything. <laughs> but it was uh that was pretty cool and i got to stay there that night uh camped out i um since like my tent like a few nights before set like i said had started leaking i um set up my tent inside the garage there and i got like some of that silicone spray and i like sprayed the inside and outside the flex seal yeah and uh, i feel swept you with flex seal <laughs> I sawed this boat in half. <laughs> you got to get a lot of those. I actually did buy a can of those, and it only covered like one side of my tent. Like, good. You'd the have a whole to... can. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, like, you got to. It comes out like stringy too, kind of. Yeah. It's liquid rubber in a can. <laughs> and uh, so I stayed there, and um, I wake up the next day, and the guy's brother is waking me up, and um, like, hey, how's it going? And he's like, oh, you sleep good. And, uh, ends up giving me a hundred dollar bill, uh, for staying there. And he was like, here, we got, got the boys together and told them what you were doing. And we all pitched in and blah, blah, blah. Thanks for staying here. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, go hotels. Don't do that shit. I go down and yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Thanks for staying here. It's a hundred dollars. Please recommend us. <laughs> Hashtag days in. <laughs> Freaking. Um, go eat at this diner and I kind of tell them what I'm doing. They let me eat there for free. And, uh, that was pretty cool. And I, uh, keep going down the road and, uh, I'm out of this town now and out on the country outskirts. And, uh, this dog just comes running out at me and I like stop and kind of like get it to calm down. And the lady comes out and, um, I make sure it doesn't run out in the road and, uh, comes out, she gets the dog and then I keep skating away. And then she comes down and she is, uh, driving and she like pulls over and asks me what I'm doing. And I, uh, tell her and she kind of like starts tearing up and I like, she's like, Oh, you remind me of my son. He got hit by a car a couple years ago. He was, uh, like, 20 or something years old or like i don't really remember but um he was like 20 or something years old he's he'd be about your age now and blah blah blah, blah. and like so like she was kind of like tearing up and she's like can i get you some some food or something like that and i was just like yeah meet me down meet me down in the next town it was like 10 miles away you should have said you were her son <laughs> you're like it's me it's me mom i'm back <laughs> oh no <laughs> she would have let you stay there oh my god but no and she got she let me uh she let me or get a meal and um and i kept on going down the road and uh eventually made it to this one town um frankfurt and there was uh this chinese restaurant i went there and uh i got i i ate there i didn't get eat there for free but i kept going and um then this skateboarder kid saw me on like the side of the road and he like pulled over took a picture with me and um then i keep going down the road and the road that i'm supposed to be going on 
says like go down this road detour this road is being worked on and i'm like ah oh, crap i can't i can't go around like anything around is going to take me days and days to go around so i uh i'm like fuck it i'll just keep on going through and it was a lot of like dirt roads and stuff like that and gravel so i was i was picking up my skateboard a lot and I end up camping out at this person's house wake up early the next day and uh, I only had to go like about 30 or 40 miles and I made it to uh, Danville, Illinois and uh, so this is my first day in Illinois and I'm looking for a place to camp and I can't really uh, nobody's letting me camp at their house and keep on knocking on doors and I get probably knocked on over a dozen houses and nobody's there or say yes or anything so I'm like, all right, I'll go to Walmart and I'll ask them if I can camp out around there because I know that Walmart is camper friendly. They'll let you park your camper there for a night and then keep on going. Hmm. So uh, I go there. I talk to a manager. The manager shows me where to set up my tent and everything. And he goes, oh, I'm going to tell this guy that you're here and blah, 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 blah. I'm about to um, leave. and It's the end of my shift. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm just going to go into town and get something to eat. And I actually didn't even really go into town. I just stayed in the parking lot of Walmart. There was a Burger King. So I just went there and ate there, charged my phone, got to use the Wi-Fi and stuff. And um, some of the people at Burger King, I told them what I was doing. And um, the Burger King ended up closing at about 10 o'clock. So they kicked me out and I start uh, walking back to my tent and there's these three groups of cars all parked in a circle in the Walmart parking lot and they're all not together though they're all far enough where they're all separate groups and I'm walking past one of these groups and I hear hey it's the whale guy and one of the girls that was working at Burger King um, got out of work and she was just chilling at one of those circles there and these kids in this town have nothing else to do, literally, other than we'll all drive our cars down to Walmart and we'll park in a circle and we'll all just hang out, smoke cigarettes, and chill. Like, that's what they do. And um, I'm hanging out with them, skating, telling them stories and stuff like that. Um, and one of the other groups starts doing, like, burnouts in the parking lot. And uh, then the cops come because somebody called the cops on that group. They came over to our group, and they didn't care that we were just chilling there. They were like, just came over, talked to us, see what happened. I was like, I remember when I was just chilling in Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then uh, I chilled there for a couple hours, and the whole time there's heat lightning going around. So, like, there's just flashes of lightning all around, but there's no rain. And the whole time I don't say anything. But then eventually, like, it it's uh, midnight now. And I sit down and I just look up at the heat lightning because it is beautiful. And I go, wow, I can't believe it's not raining. Starts it raining. starts pouring like literally like buckets, like literally just boom, down pouring. Classic. And like, like I said, Don't you the magic watch movies, words. dude, that's how it happens. <laughs> yeah. You're not supposed to say that. And uh, the people are like, oh, you want to, you want to, um, you want to get in the car with us? And I was like, oh, no, it's okay. I'll, I'll, 
I'm, I go into my tent and stuff like that. I go running behind the Walmart where I set up my tent. And I'm running and I go up and I don't see my tent there. And I'm like, fuck. So I run up and my tent is completely flat on the ground. Except the bump where my backpack is that I left in the tent. I took all my valuables with me. Cameras and uh, my wallet and stuff. And I'm like, fuck, damn it. It just started raining like 30 seconds ago. Like, my tent should be able to withstand this. It's raining hard, but it's not, Yeah, you know? So I'm like, fuck, okay, I'll just set up my tent again. And I'm going to set up the tent, and the poles are broken. And I'm like, ah, fuck. And I unzip it, and there's, um, so here's the doorway that I'm going into. On the right side wall, there's three clean slits through the tent. So I'm like, somebody saw my tent and fucked with it, like trampled it and fucking took a knife and slit my tent or whatever. I was like, fuck. Well, I got to get my stuff, and uh, at least I'm right behind a Walmart where I can buy a tent. Perfect. Cool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And it was a Walmart, like, they had a promotion for tents, so they're like, fuck this guy, let's get him to buy one of ours. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, wow, I never thought of that one. That <laughs> tent, it says tent blowout sale on the fucking front of Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I go into the tent, I'm getting all my stuff, and I'm quickly checking to see if my bag's been fucked with, and surprisingly nobody went in my bag or anything like that, from what I can tell and still tell. I'm, like, in this wet bag of a fucking tent. <laughs> it's, like, everything's sticking to me and, like, fuck, ah, fuck. I get out of it and I'm, like, all right, I'll pick this up tomorrow. Abandon ship. I don't want to litter, but I'll clean this up later. Throw my backpack on. And, uh, oh, the people in the parking lot, one of the girls, they went into Walmart and they bought me, uh, I didn't know it existed. Dry shampoo. Like you spray it yep. on your hair and you just, it's, it's just the same as shampoo. It like cleans your hair just by spraying it. And it, it was a lifesaver. And they bought me wet wipes because they knew, like I told them, I was like, yeah, sometimes I can't shower. So I just like go into a bathroom. And so they bought me a bunch of wet wipes. So that, that ended up being pretty cool. And, um, but I get out of my tent and, uh, I have those bags in my hand, my bag on my back. And a cop is whipping around at Walmart and tells me to get on the ground and put my stuff on the ground. Like, okay. And just, I do. And, uh, I tell him, or he, uh, tells me to get up, put my stuff in the back, put my stuff in the back of the cop car. And I, uh, tell him like, yeah, my dad used to be a cop. It's all good. And I'm wearing like an army camouflage, uh, rain gear now. Yeah. So, like, I feel like I look intimidating. So, I'm just had my hands up the whole time, just making sure that he can see. And, um, freaking, he's like, is, is there any weapons on you? And I was like, oh, I think I got a little pocket knife in here. Like, and he's trying to feel around my coat, and there's so many pockets, he can't figure out how to get into the pocket. He's like, how do I get in here? I was like, here. Like, and showed him how to get in and stuff. And he puts me in the back of the cop car, and, uh, it was, I'm sitting on like a plastic seat and there's like a piece of plexiglass or glass in between me and like the next seat over. And so I'm in like in a glass box and there's a camera right in front of me and it says, um, you are being recorded. Anything you say can be used against you. And blah, You're blah, on blah, like blah. one of those fucking prank shows. <laughs> <laughs> and freaking, um, he, he gets in the car and he goes, who you been talking to? 
And I'm like, and uh, the kids in the parking lot, they actually like smoke me up. And this is one of the first times I smoked on the trip. Actually, like this is like the second or third time I've actually smoked on the trip. So I'm really baked. My heart's pounding like because also like, you know, when you're talking to a cop and even when you've done nothing wrong, like your yeah. heart's pounding. So I'm like, who have you been talking to? And I'm like, uh, nobody like. I'm skateboarding across America trying to raise awareness about the current state of our oceans. And <laughs> I'm from New York and like, I'm going through the whole spiel. I was like, can, can I just tell you, can I tell you my spiel that I've been telling everybody? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, right now? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Hi, my name's Cass Barney. I'm raising awareness about blah, 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 blah. I go through the whole spiel and I tell him like, I got permission to camp here. And he pulls up to the front of the Walmart, goes and talks to the manager and comes back and he's like, yeah, no, they don't want you here. They never had any word that you were here. And I was just like, and I could see the manager that they were talking to was like a guy with dreads. And the guy I talked to was like a white guy with glasses. And I was just like, yeah, that wasn't the manager I talked to and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, well, they, he didn't communicate that information on to the next manager and they don't want you here. And I was just like, can I go in and buy a tent? Like, and they're like, no, they don't want you on the grounds at all. So I was just like, what the fuck? And I kind of got pissed in the cop car for a second. I was like, I'm not mad at you. I'm fucking pissed at Walmart right now. And like, they dropped me off at a random bus stop. And like, uh, he forgets to give me my knife back. I forget to ask for it. And, um, it was a little pocket knife somebody gave me on the trip, um, a couple towns before. And, uh, frickin', uh, they drop me off and just leave me there and I'm wringing out my socks and I'm like, fuck, what am I going to fucking do now? Like, so I get on Facebook and some of the kids in the parking lot, they friend requested me. So I hit some of them up, but they're only like 16 years old and, uh, like, yeah, but they don't, they can go buy a tent for you. <laughs> well, you to be 18. they, uh, one of the, I call up one of the kids. He calls up one of the other kids that was in the group, and um, takes a couple hours. But they come and they pick me up at that bus stop, and uh, they bring me to their house. And um, their house actually got broken into earlier that day. Their Xbox had been stolen. Everything was a mess. Their toilet wasn't working. Like Walmart's wasn't fucking robbing everybody then. <laughs> And uh, their door was off the hinges. There's moths and bugs flying throughout the house. The couch was like a couch, like a two-seater, like this one. And they let me sleep on that. But it was out of the rain, so I was I was grateful. But I didn't really sleep that well because, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I uh, before I went to sleep, I was, like, still all pumped up. They went back to the Walmart parking lot. It's pouring out now. And one of the kids was vaping in the back and they're like, all the kids are still parked in the circle. But now what they're doing is they're like, oh, I got this rumor, got this rumor, blah, 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 blah. And then this kid goes over to that car and is just like, oh, this is what that person, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, they're all going to different cars and they're all vaping and stuff like that. And so it was different. Like, I don't see kids hanging out in Walmart parking lots like it's normal and stuff like that. Like, it was, it was really funny. Sure, uh, it's definitely different. And uh, we. What else are you gonna do in Illinois? Root for the Bears? 
<laughs> Fuck it's that probably shit. better to hang out at Walmart. And uh, <laughs> freaking yeah, freaking uh, I wake up the next day, I go to Walmart, and I tell them like pretty much like fuck you, like this is what happened to me, and the manager's just like, oh, I'll get those managers to give you a call, and then I like looked at him, I was like, that's not gonna do fucking shit, like. <laughs> that was so far like one of the worst experiences on my trip so the, far. The thing that's that pissed me off about that was like they had no reason to fucking ruin your tent. I could I, see if yeah. they took it down, but they fucking destroyed it. I, I don't know if Walmart did it though. Oh. That's the could've thing. Could have been one of the kids. Yeah, it could have it literally could have been one of the kids it's ran more, back behind Walmart and yeah. fucked with me or something like that. It could have been a homeless person. Yeah. Unless I'd, unless they were having a blowout they, tent sale. I'm blaming Walmart. Apparently but... they saw me running back there and then they called the cops because they thought I was going to do something or something like that. Even though I like had permission you, to camp there. I mean already. What would you think I don't understand what they thought you had that they wanted, you know? Yeah. Even if they wanted to steal shit from you. It's like what do they really think a guy that's going across the country on yeah. a skateboard has that's valuable to them? A skateboard? I think they were just fucking with me, just like somebody saw a tent back there, oh, let's fuck with this guy, like, you know, like, some 14-year-old, 13-year-old kid, just fucking, fuck the world, you know? Haha, <laughs> this'll be funny. Yeah. Exactly. That's, I think, was probably what happened. And, um... Put this on YouTube. Yeah. I get up, go to Walmart, tell them, fuck you, make a video in front of Walmart, explaining the whole story that I just said, and, uh, upload it at the Burger King, and... This lady that's there, she uh, overhears me, and she's like, oh, you can shower at my house, and offers me some food. And uh, I get about 10, 15 miles or so uh, down the road, and I'm I'm beat. I didn't sleep that well the night before because of all that. And um, start knocking on doors. First person doesn't answer. Second person, they tell me no. And I turn around, and I see this, uh, this girl in, um, well, she's older than me. She's like... But see this lady in a, like a bright neon shirt, and I'm just like, excuse me, blah, 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 like, I'm skating across America, blah, 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 I show her my map, and uh, I show her my ID, because... It's so funny if you actually said that. <laughs> I'm skating across America, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Freak people the fuck out. And, um... You she... sure you are, honey? <laughs> <laughs> and uh she's like oh well my boyfriend's not home but he'll be home at like seven so if you want to like wait around i'm like yeah sure like if you want uh my youtube channel's this you can check out check me out and see my videos that i posted already so that you know i'm legit here's my id like look i'm from new york um i've had to do that to a few people because they're like you're not from new york and i'm like yeah, here's my ID. Like, yeah, here's my ID. I printed it out with my pr- my printer, <laughs> and um, photoshopped it. I I start walking back down the road, and um, the first guy that I knocked on the house, he comes back out. I was like, "You guy that knocked on the house?" And yeah, and gives me a beer, and um, I drink that, and he uh, gives me a bunch of stuff from my backpack and stuff like more silicone spray so that my backpack can become water sealant now and um i'm talking to him and then i see uh the girl that i just talked to and this guy and this little kid um start 
walking down the road where I told them I was going to be at the pavilion. They start walking towards the pavilion. Yeah. I'm not there yet. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm over here. And uh, they come back over and they help me throw my uh, backpack over the fence into their lawn because I was like in their backyard pretty much, like a driveway behind their back lawn. Throw my stuff over the fence, hop over the fence, and um, this guy, Avery, um, who at first I assumed was her boyfriend, was actually her like cousin or something like that. And he, she called him up and was like, yo, I got this guy. He's skating across the country. He seems really cool. I, I want to invite him, but there's no other, like, I'm the only woman in the house. So, like, I, I don't want to be, like, the only one mm, here with him. Yeah. So uh, she calls him over. And he's friendly as all hell. He's like, like hooking me up. He's like, here, brother, I got you. And he's giving me drinks and he's smoking me up. And like, to the point where like, I was tripping. I was so high. Like, I was getting paranoid. I was just like, and he's just like, the night's just getting started, brother. And he's, he's all pumped up. Classic Avery. <laughs> That's so him. And, um, then, uh, they had a drum set there. They had guitars and stuff like that. A whole jam set up. And eventually, um, her boyfriend, Biscuit, comes there. Her name's Brandy, so Biscuit and Brandy. Uh, her boyfriend comes home. He has, like, a big beard, some dreads. And um, I'm so high, and, like, he, like he's, like, I'm looking at him, and he's, like, almost looking at me, like, what are you doing in my house? And I'm, like, explaining to what I'm doing. I'm, like, and I'm so nervous because I'm so high and everything. And, like, Avery said. <laughs> and then, like, he he seemed like a real cool dude. He was just kind of he was just quiet. And then uh, I was like, "Yo, you want to jam?" And he played guitar, and I played drums. And um, that I got to jam with him, and we like it was actually really cool because like we jammed together really well. And I've never played with him before. Never knew what he played. We just hit it off. And um, this was Father's Day, and uh, the next day, my dad was dri- actually driving up from. New Mexico. My dad just moved down to Albuquerque, New Mexico. And he was driving back and he had a pack of um, uh, Santa Fe Black IPAs from Santa Fe, New Mexico that he got for me because he knows uh, they were my favorite beer. And um, brings them up and he actually ends up staying there a day too. So I ended up uh, chilling at these person's house for like uh, two days and my dad chilled with them too for a night and uh, it was really cool they were really cool so the lesson that I learned from that was like if I didn't have that shitty experience in Walmart the night before I would have been another 20 miles down the road I would never met these people and yeah, stuff that's like true. that so it was like sometimes bad things happen in your life to put you in the right place mm-hmm. like kind of like an arrow you're held back and then you launched in the right direction mm-hmm. yeah. so that's like and oh here's the crazy thing that um later that night they're like yo you, you talk a lot of, a lot of stuff about like the same stuff that our guy david talks about we got to call him and have him come over he comes over and like he's talking about some spiritual stuff and like i'm i'm saying something and he completes my sentence and he's saying something and i complete his sentence and I can tell he's about to ask me a question. And I... Are you my son? You was if by a car a few years ago. <laughs> and and I go, do you know who Drumvolo Melchizedek is? And he starts losing it. 
because he's the um, author of that one book I talked to you mm-hmm. guys about. Mm-hmm. The, um, the one that you saw on the road, uh, yep. the sidewalk. Yep. Yep. Serpent of Light. And so it was like the universe. I, I, I just looked up and I was just like, the, I was talking to God at this point and I was just like, yes, I'm here. I, I understand. I'm supposed to be here now. Like, yes. Like, and like, <laughs> I was like pretty much shouting at God, like, I get it. I fucking get it. Like, I'm supposed to be here. Like, I understand now. And, uh, freaking he, he was talking. They, they listened to Gojira too. They listened to like, they, uh, read the flower life books, like the ones that I was talking about. Um, have I talked to you guys about the flower life? Uh, Maura Drumvelo's books. No, no. We, we, you and I have spoken about it before. I uh, have, have a tattoo of it. Yeah, right? I got it tattooed on my chest. Oh yeah, okay. I have the, and I it's, have uh, the jacket with that on it. Oh cool, yeah. fuck yeah, freaking um, really cool. It contains every mathematical formula, every note in music, every shape, every mm-hmm. proportion of the human body. If you take one of the smaller circles and compare it to the big circle, it's the size of the moon to the earth and hmm. a whole bunch of other crazy proportions. It's mm. like pretty much the blueprints of life and Yeah, I remember everything. seeing something about it. It was probably you that was talking about it at some point. So it was like really cool. And he, he said that he never met anybody that has also like read these books other than online or something like that. So it was the universe slapping me in the face being like, I'm putting you in the right place. Yeah. And um the next day my dad um we drove about 20 miles down the road and my dad got me breakfast in the the town it was just down and Rantoul and uh ate there and um uh, I got to and then I had to say goodbye to my dad and uh biscuit and brandy who ate breakfast with us we ate at this like mes- Mexican restaurant. And um I I'll be honest I I teared up as like i was saying goodbye to them like it felt like i was starting the trip over again like yeah freaking like almost like i was saying goodbye to everybody like oh all right here's my death like you don't know if you're gonna make it yeah did you yep yep (laughs) (laughs) all right let's pause spoiler alert let's pause there (laughs) spoiler he does make it (laughs) all right we'll be back shortly Clear Shots Podcast is available on any of your favorite podcasting websites or applications. You can check us out at clearshotspodcast.com to hear any of the episodes. Also, follow us on Facebook. Uh, I think it's facebook.com slash clearshotspodcast to get there. And you can also check us out on Twitter at clearshotspod. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.